All right, all right. Welcome on back to Off The Back Fence. We're back again for another week, a little bit later. We did say that we had a couple of big weekends ahead of us. Um, well, I'm was, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Coomsey. Coomsey, great weekend by the sounds of it, mate. I saw a few of this uh, Instagram shots. Oh. Yeah, I'm um, very wounded right now. <laughs> um, I decided to dance with my handkerchief like I was trying out for Tokyo 2021 for the gymnastics and yeah I'm just very wounded right now yesterday like this might sound weird but I felt like I was going through menopause I was having hot and cold flushes all day it definitely made my day on the Sunday when you said you thought you were going through menopause I laughed pretty hard at that oh mate I was I I had boo sweats coming down behind the back of my knee (laughs) that I felt boo seeping out of me behind my knee I think I think at one point I tried to count my beers and I was by about 2 o'clock already sitting close to the 30 mark. That's, a, that's definitely Christmas 2020 vibes from me where I think I went two beers an hour for close to 12 hours. So that's a carton in a sense. So. Oh. And then I got drunk enough at the reception and thinking that the, everyone was going to stay up, I bought two cartons of beer just in case everyone wanted to kick on. No one did though. So anyone want a carton? Anyone want a carton of mal- milk? Melbourne bitter and to his new, you know, oh no, not to his new, um, Great Northern, you know where to find me. Melbourne, that's where you go. There'll be a couple of cartons down there south, so you'll be good to go. Mate, we're into the back end of our previews of the teams. Tonight, we are going through the top five from last year. The Canberra Raiders, the Sydney City Roosters, Parramatta Eels, Melbourne Storm and minor premiers, the Penrith Panthers. Cream, obviously, of the comp last year. I don't know. I don't know where do you want to start. There's, there's these teams are all well. I think we touched on the number one side that's going like we feel that's going to go pretty well this year in South. But this tonight's obviously got, them two. they're your two. number two. Yeah, I had them as um, the number one minor premiers winning the comp. So, but mate, is there any team in particular I want to kick it into gear? Um, let's just start with the perennial losers, the Parramatta Eels. Sure, let's do that. I've I've actually got a hot take for these guys for these guys, so I think this will be good. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna find my notes I wrote about them. For this. <laughs> well, like Parramatta is going to be, they're always going to be quite up there, but I think with some of the signings they've had this year, it's just. I don't think it's going to be their year. Like they've brought in Isaiah Papali from the Warriors, or Papai, whatever his name is. Uh, you got they brought in Bryce Cartwright from the Titans, Michael Oldfield, and Tom Opacek into the backs, and they've got uh, Darcy Lussick's younger brother Joey providing backup for Reed Marnie. Uh, and you've also got Kieran Hipgrave. From yeah, the, the absolute nutcase. So I'm like, he's the bloke that you want on your team, like you want on your team, but not for the dumb shit. Like King Hipgrave could possibly oh. be a good footballer, but the amount of brain snaps he's had in his time. Yeah, I don't know. I just think, in my mind, this is the year. This is the year that the year. Oh fuck! The beers are starting to catch up. The year the Eels um, backslide big time. That's my personal view. I don't like. They're a very up and down team, and they've been on the up for the last two years. But I don't. Like they haven't really strengthened in any positions, and I think Brad Arthur's game plan is going to start getting found yeah, out. Yeah, well, it has been the last year and a half. I've I, I feel like 
Like even though Parramatta, like they were up the ladder last year, they were, they ended up coming third and had a decent shot of going like deep into the finals. I think they got bounced in two set in two rounds, didn't they? So yeah. like they've never really made a dent in it. Like they just no. like they're just I don't know. It's, Clint, you're right though. Perennial losers. Like they've always been not even bridesmaid. They haven't even got that far. Obviously, the last chance at it was 2009 against the Melbourne Storm. Obviously, that's a little bit controversial. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know, mate. Like, it's they're a re- it's a really tricky one too because they've got some solid players there with Ryan Madison. Reed Money's a fantastic hooker coming through the ranks. Obviously, he's been leapfrogged by Harry Grant now for the Queensland Origin stakes. Yeah, and they've got Nathan Brown, who who is a bit of a dick, but at the same time, he's a solid footballer for your back row. Like the back line, like two back line players, really to mention Ferguson. Um, oh, three. You like you got your back threes, Gutho, Sevo, and Ferguson. The centers don't really add punch. Michael Jennings is gone for being an this, idiot. He well, we we thought idiot. he was playing like he's making his biggest career's resurgence. Little do we know, it was obviously on performance enhancing. So juicing, yeah. So so like you can't like. Yeah, it's just they don't like they brought Michael Oldfield in. He's an old. He's, he's old. Pu- like there you old, go. yeah. Nice so easy one. For me, I don't like this. My take for the year is Eels mix the finals and finish tenth, and Brad Arthur possibly loses his job. I went tenth too. Yeah, like yeah. it's 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 always every year when everybody's doing their pre like pre. Uh, round one predictions on who's going to finish where and it's usually the same shit week in week out and you sort of have to go through and say well for teams to move up out of the bottom eight to come into that top some have got to drop and eels are definitely one for mine that are going to drop out of the eight i reckon this year they just they do have dylan brown who is a great footballer mitchell moses can play on his day but you're right, mate. Like they lack in certain areas too. They did lose Andrew Davy too from uh, from the Eels. He went to Manly, who provided a pretty steady like bit of workload off the bench and also started a few games. So yeah, I'm tipping them tenth. You shouted Arthur getting the boot. Is the fans are already after yeah. him? I've always been all after him. That's the thing. Like the the trial yeah. against Penrith, are like, yep, this is our year. This is our year. Blah blah blah. They lose sixteen six, and it's just knives out. Yeah. So like the pressure will get to them, and we'll just see the usual Parramatta of old. Like have one good season, have five yeah. bad ones. But uh, yeah, mate. How's the synergy on that? Think it, picking them both at ten. That's pretty good. Oh, not yeah. bad. That's not <laughs> bad. Mate, the next one I think we should touch on, probably because they were in line for a three-peat last year, was the uh, Sydney City Roosters. So, I don't know, like... It's, this is a weird year for it them. It is. I want to say it, because they're going an untried half again. Yep. I, I th- Kyle Flanagan was made the scapegoat. They're going to have to somehow fit in this wonder kid, Joseph Sawali... Coached by our good friend Dougal Lofton in under 13. <laughs> yes. Uh, taught him all he's new. And, um, 
Yeah, so they're going to have to fit him. So they're going to have to cut someone in the back line, like Billy, uh, Joseph Manu. They're going to have no, like, that. That would be the stupidest thing. I honestly don't believe. Like, I understand if you're good enough, you're old enough. That argument, but yeah, the Roosters have a quality side with the fact that they got this young kid coming through. He may, mm. he may be good. I didn't see the trial where we played for uh, North Sydney. Like I didn't see it, but like, and the reports coming out that three quarters of every t- like all the teams in the comp are je- is putting it down to jealousy. It's like no, like the kid's seventeen. Like oh. yeah, throw him in, and then he gets injured, and that just ruins his career. Like it's yeah. it's it's weird. Uh, the Roosters did lose stalwart Mitchell Orbison, which I'm a bit sad. I'm a big Mitchell Orbison fan. Oh, that's a yeah. yeah. That's a big loss because he's the fixer, he's the glue type of guy you need in the club. Sonny Bill losing not such a big. He loss was a for non-factor, them. but for my standards last year, like he was there yeah. just like as X factor essentially and provide nothing. He provided nothing for a cinch. Um, they also lost uh, they lost Ryan Hall, who he was a non-factor also, like another English outside back in his late thirties coming over to try and make it in the NRL. That was never going to happen. Hmm. The, they yeah. did, they have picked up Adam Aaron oh no Adam Kieran from the Warriors so I think that's a pretty good a backup hawk no nah, well I reckon he could be pushing for the seven so you have got him is that really all in on um, Ben Walker's son Sam, yeah Sam they? and also there was another Lachlan Lamb's another one too yeah I don't know like it's it's very very interesting plus the Roosters are going to be. They're going to have Victor Radley back, Sam Verrills back. So there's Sam Verrills is probably going to be pushing for Friendy's backup as your hooker. Okay. Uh, Victor Radley being back provides that much more dynamic play for them. He's he obviously fits the mold similar to a Cameron Murray in that sense. So that'll be the, the, they're missing Boyd Cordner for twelve. Which weeks. I like. I I agree with what they've done there. Um. Yeah. I honestly, I think we've we spoke about it with Sparky months ago, didn't we? Just like you've got to think yeah. about the end game of this because I think it might be it could be a year off. For it, it could it could end up going more than twelve weeks, which is not the worst thing in the world. I, I think I think the yeah. Roosters did get salary cap dispensation, which like people can kick up a stink about that, saying it's a sombrero or whatever, but. Like for the safe, like the well-being and the safety of yeah, a like they're doing the right thing. Like and yeah, they got they got crucified during mm. Origin, which was fairly warranted. But I think this is the right thing. To Definitely, fire. I I do like the Roosters are going to be good for me. I reckon this is like you said, one of those years where I think they will slide to touch. Like last year was a bit of a hangover, but I still see them. I still see them in the top four. I'm going just outside the top four. I'm picking them at fifth. So I'm going fourth because they'll get they'll get that hot streak again, and that's when they start putting um, gap on the yeah. bottom bottom um, four of the eight. So you can see them get that hot streak like they did at the start and, of the year, and, he, yeah. and they just maintain the rage just enough to hold on to fourth. Oh yeah, me. it's. I'm going fifth just for the fact that they'll still be in the eight. They'll still be competitive. I just think teams such as Melbourne, South, even the Raiders, I reckon they will push them way too much this year. Uh, mm. They've obviously still got the best fullback in the game in Tedesco. While all, and like still, they've still got a stack side like Angus Crichton, CSO, Takiaho, who's their goal-kicking option, which is fantastic. I love a big man kicking goals. And then, yeah, yeah you got Lock and Lamb coming in. Like you mentioned too, Weird year, but this is also a year where a lot 
of players are off contract. You've got the Morris Twins who are likely to retire. They're on the back end of their last contract. Jake oh. Friends on, off contract. Daniel Tupu. Crichton's off contract. Isaac Liu. Billy Smith. Like it's either win this year or they go through a transition phase of either re-signing older players to keep them around. But I reckon it's going to be this will be the last year of this brigade before they uh yeah they start making sweeping changes. Sam yeah. Walker is a really really interesting. He's my dark horse for rookie of the year. If he gets picked like early in the season, there is no doubt in my mind that him and Kiri will light it up. Yeah. 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 So I think they've seen. Uh, both of them are rugby union background. Too, yeah, so. and I think they've seen enough of Lachlan Lamb, like just like to have him there. But I just I think that, have, have yeah, with him, the yeah. wraps on on Sam Walker, like it's it's not the same as the hype train of Suwali, who's going to be there too, pushing for a position. But I think halfbacks are a dime a dozen these days. Like we'll talk about it on um, Thursday about our half situation. So help me God, hmm. but. Yeah, I've got the Roosters fifth. I reckon that that's their biggest thing, and they're like the biggest. The, my take would be Sawali either makes it as the rookie of the year off a couple of games, sort of like a Jared Hayne. Like he just comes out of nowhere yeah. and just takes all the votes. But other than that, it's either that or Sam Walker lights the lights it up. Yeah, because the worst thing the Roosters could do is um, I don't feel I feel stupid for saying this. This is cringeworthy saying to fit Sawali in, they move to Desco to six. But, but that, that's why that's, uh, it just, defeats the whole purpose of James Tedesco. Yeah, that's like that's why I said I felt stupid saying it. Like, but that's, that's the type of thinking that's happening at the moment because it's like, oh yeah, this kid's going to be better than Tedesco. Yeah, so we don't want to lose him. So let's just Teddy. It's yeah, like Teddy. Teddy was like they will go. Oh, Cameron Munster's a running full five eight. Yeah, but Cameron Munster is a freak of nature. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, like you can't make that you can't make that argument. The current he's currently the best player in the in the in the world at the moment. I would say, yeah. Like on his day, yeah. he's just incredible. And he's actually he'd be battling a few concussion issues too. Obviously, he got knocked out in in the Origin. So yeah, I don't know, but yeah, the Roosters. I got them at fifth. You've got them at fourth. I reckon we did talk about Cameron Munster. Let's move straight to the Storm because this is another intriguing side that has. This is the first time in nearly two decades they have got the big, th- the big three aren't playing. Well, technically, they still they they, 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 they technically three. still have a big three or four. It's just not the original. Yeah, the it's not the original big three. So it's the first time since two thousand three Cameron Smith will not be lining up for Melbourne. Incredible, Storm. like. Hats off to him too. I think the way the media has handled this off-field drama of like, is he playing? I think he's playing. This is his. This is his. This could be his final F middle finger to him after the way they polarized him during the yeah, his career. I, I can definitely see that happening. Cam Munster did an interview with uh, uh, Matt Bungard for Channel Nine the other day, and he was just saying, "Oh yeah, we flew him down for training." Like, you can't like it's it's amazing to have such a likable bloke who's just a freak of nature play footy. Like he's just he's just a yeah. lad who's who's playing footy with his mates essentially. Him, Brandon Smith, Harry Grant, Pappenhausen to an extent. Cooper, Cooper Johns off the oh. bench. He he loves being around those boys. He doesn't have to play football. Yeah. He just enjoy being around them. So I figured out. I think Brandon Smith lives. I think he lives off just off near the corner hotel. Nice. 
I think I've seen him a few times walking by. Very good. Not not yeah. creepy, so not, creepy like store, <laughs> not, not creepy at all. Not creepy at all. But yeah, I think the Storm are just, they're a well-oiled machine. I don't, can't see any real hiccups. You lose Harry Grant, Brandon Smith gets the time to prosper. Um, Jerome Hughes has signed on long-term, so now their half's combination set for another 10 years, possibly. Brian Pappenhausen is just going to grow again. I think he probably might push Teddy for a origin spot this year. I I honestly thought they made the wrong choice of not having Pappenhausen as 17. Yeah, he, he's making an origin, origin debut yeah, this year. he has to. A good hot start again. He puts pressure on him. And you, we all know New South Wales do love to talk Yes, the they do. Not for the better, though, because I reckon Pappenhausen is just incredible. But, yeah, Cam Smith's yeah. gone. Uh, other notables like are going. Like this year's la- uh, Josh Addo Cars last year at the Storm. He's going to the Dogs in 2022. Uh, they lost Paul Morofsky too from that loan deal with Harry Grant. So Grant coming mm. back. They lost Vinavali uh, to Rugby Union. Farmer Ali went to t- Titans. Ricky Latelli's gone. Sandor Oil moved on. Albert Vete. Grant's back. Ricky Latelli. Yeah. yeah, they did pick up some but- decent... Uh, pick, like they got George Jennings and Remus Smith. I reckon they're quality like outside backs that can help out. Yeah. And and they get him Marion Sevy back from an ACL. Yeah. So he's a like for like position. He's a like for like player as um of Villavala. So like the Storm really they don't have big offset field changes. Yeah. Like every year there's going to be a journalist who's like this is the year they'll fall off. It's not happening this year. No, nah, it's not. I've got them to win the. I've got them to win the uh, minor premiers this year. You got them, at- and I'm looking forward to seeing them on. Yeah, I've got them at number one, and I'm looking forward to seeing the possible grand final um, on Thursday night. Storm Rabbits. Yeah, like a way to like a really good way the league's done this year is their first game of the season is going to be potential grand final at the end of the year. Like yeah. you started off with a bang, you could end it with a bang. I've got Melbourne coming in at second. I reckon South is just going to be too good this year. Storm will be up there, but I just don't know. Yeah, I just don't know if they can hang with South. Like, I'm happy to be proven wrong. And I, it's sort of a soft, like, I've got a soft spot for Melbourne because obviously the amount of Queensland players and legends that have come out of that team. But yeah, I'm going to, yeah, go the, I'm going them second. I reckon they'll be good. They'll be fantastic. Like, they'll definitely put the pressure on South and obviously playing them twice in the season will definitely like iron sharpens iron essentially like they'll be better for it sort of similar to how Melbourne and the Roosters have been going the last couple of years so I, I've got them as number two any hot takes for Melbourne this year maybe a form slump but like what's a form slump to them three losses off on the trot I don't even know anymore like like yeah I just, like I think I think the only like the biggest thing that would come out of this year for Melbourne is obviously if Bellamy leaves early, which won't happen. That could be the hottest thing that happens yeah. out of that. But that could be also the hot take. Bellamy leaves on top, they win the comp. Again. They go back yeah. to back with Bellamy leaving. So Yeah. And like Yeah, that's like that's probably the hottest take for me. It's like, do they have a form slump? Oh, I, re- I reckon there is a form slump within them. Oh, I've got Cam, actually, oh, Cam Munster with De- um, Dalian. Yeah, well, that... He finally plays oh. a complete year. <laughs> well, I think if they go into that bubble again, he'll just go. He'll just grow the moustache and he'll go ballistic again. 
I don't be inter- it'll be interesting um, though though with origin back to the middle of the season how that 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 could be where the play. form slump comes into play but yeah god there is but they never have it like they got Nico Hines who'll come off the who'll end up playing six yeah the, oh, like goddamn fullbacks coming out of their asses down there it's ridiculous yeah Cooper Johns and um Nico Hines just waiting to take over the roles if Papenhauer's go. And we saw what happened last year when Papenhauer's went in and injured. Nico Hines fitted in like a glove. He looked like Billy Slater. One, one thing point. I did just think of, though, uh, with the rule changes where if a player, if opposition player gets taken out over the line, the scrum doesn't have to be taken. It can just be a quick play of the ball or a tap. I can't remember if that's correct or not. Yeah. That will kill the storm. It's somewhat, I feel, with like having odd man out with Papenhauer's and speed. That could be the only way I can see that affecting yeah. them, but... Bellamy being Bellamy with his assistance with Jason Riles, they'll figure it out. They've, they, they would have studied the new rules. They met, they struggled with the new rules the first three rounds last year, and after that, they were the best ones to Yeah, exactly right. Similar to Penrith last year too. Like they, like they just they made it themselves. Yeah. Uh, should we move on? To I think we now? move on to Penrith, and we'll finish up with the Canberra Raiders because they were the team that you forgot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so the 2020 minor premiers, the Penrith Panthers, 17 game win streak going into the finals. They end up beating the Chooks first round, going on to the prelim and beating the Rabbitohs just. And then going down to the Melbourne Storm in the grand final. Probably one of the more complete years I've seen from a football team with the lack of injury and just everybody gelling. They got luck. They got the luck. They had the luck of the draw only having two games outside of Sydney. True, but I'm all, but you so got to play who's in front of you, mate. Yeah, you play the you play the man, not the. Um, That's schedule. exactly right. So Penrith, though, I feel will will drop off a fair bit. I don't see them. They'll be in the top four, but I, think, I don't see them pushing grand final. No. I just like they have a lack of centre. They have a lack of strike power at centre, which got yep. found out. They don't trust the man. Um, even though they picked up Paul Momorowski from um, West via yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. Um, I think losing James Taumau is a big yeah. one for them. So Taumau being their captain and leaving to become the captain over at West Tigers is a huge deal. They also lost Josh Mansour, Zane Tedavano, Dean Fare. Like Dean Fare on his day is a fantastic center, but like didn't have that consistency. I think Taumau is going to be a huge loss for them. But but that yeah. but that's the take uh, everywhere. So, and are we going to say will Jerome Lua have second year syndrome? I honestly think with the big premier with the big contract signing, his quote of him saying, "I can't believe I took more money. I couldn't keep the team together." Like his mates, it's like, what do you think that what like how how do you think a contract and a salary cap works? Obviously, if you take more money, there's going to be less for your mates. Like yeah. ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous take. Like they're too busy doing TikToks and crap. Like <laughs> that's that's the old man in me. But like I can't. Like I just I don't really see it. Like they got found out. Yeah. No. No. Like I I th- they were getting found out. That end of the season, there was the Titans nearly grabbed mm. them. There were teams starting to find them out. Yeah. No. Their game plan didn't evolve over the no, season. No. It was the same thing week in week out. Like the. Semi against the Roosters first round where they blew them doors off and then they literally limped to the finish line to just beat them. Yeah. Like it, you could definitely tell that they're a team that starts it, fast. A sliding doors moment there is Roosters go triple pe- 
That's it. Exactly right. Like if the Roosters yeah. won that, they would have had the week off. They would have been refreshed. They would have been playing Melbourne. Oh no, 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 no. They would have mm. been playing the Rabbitohs in a prelim. Well, Jesus, yeah. that would have made South fans really upset. Yeah. South did some good business so, yeah. though. Obviously, Luai did play out of his skin, so I think the contract was deserved. I think they've got their six and seven now with Cleary. Yeah. They re-signed Charlie Staines no. and they brought in and they've re-signed Stephen Crichton, which I reckon he, he that's my taker. Who's probably going to be in the Origin squad this year? Stephen Crichton. Well, he was in there last year. Oh yeah, he, I think they'll be looking at. I'm going to say it, that him and oh, I'm trying to think the four. I was going to think. Oh, it's got lost my mind. But they're actually going to play centres this year, New South Wales. Jack White will be the number six for New South Wales this year. Who, I think. who was the six last year for New South Wales? Oh, they chopped and changed. Yeah, everywhere. right. Because I think that could be between White and bloody Cody oh, Walker. It'll be Travo- No, they'll actually they'll play to Travoyevich because he Fred, Freddie needs to fit him in somewhere. But he won't. He's got paper hamstrings. Yeah. We spoke about this. It's similar to like the argument where yeah. at one stage Travoyevich was pushing Tedesco as the best fullback in the world, which was valid. But now that's been blown out of the water because he's continually yeah. injured. Anyway, back and back on the Panthers. Anyway, I've got them coming in at fourth. I'll get them sliding three slot three spots. I think I think oh. the loss of Tarmow is huge for them. Um, they've still got the young strike power, which is good. They've still got Kate. Well, Isaiah Yo was unbelievable last year. Like that's a un like underrated bloke that's come out of nowhere. Like he was fantastic. Kurt Cable making Origin and just ri- like playing lights out all year was great. Uh, and then they've still got Cleary. And Cleary on his day, kicking wise, can kick a team out of a game. So you can't rule them out. But I do have them coming in at fourth. Yeah, like um, I have them coming in at three. So you have them at three because I I think or yeah I think Origin's really gonna sing them this year. Um, there'll be a, I think there'll be a drop off in production from Nathan Cleary finally. Yeah. Like he like like you see it every every great player ha- every good player has yeah. a drop off. No, I, I and the workload's going to catch up. I with think him now. so. I think like I think the fact that none of his four like there was no real major injuries for his forward pack last year who le- who like. St- stepped up and laid a platform for him to actually dictate terms really really helped them win all those games but you're right I think teams are going to really find out about this find it out and then they're just going to they're going to exploit it somehow and like Cleary is predictable as a coach too like it was shown yeah. it was shown at West Tigers it was shown back here at Penrith in his first stint before he got brought back the Warriors was he a coach yeah at? No, it was pretty like, but the Warriors was a different type of team though. Like the Warriors, he they, they I think they had a team where it was like a lot of razzle dazzle, all that kind of shit. So, but yeah, I got the Panthers coming yeah. in fourth. Not a not a massive slide. Like at one point, I thought to myself, I could see them also going outside of the eight, but I thought that was very ambitious. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Hot take for me, I don't know. Like Charlie Stain scores five tries in a game. Like he scored four on debut. <laughs> Hot take. Oh. Stephen Crichton winning, getting man of the match on his origin debut. Two tries. Jesus. Oh, that means. Yeah, please don't no, be no, game please one. Please don't be game. No, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> so I'll, 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 Stephen Crichton 
playing for the Blues. That's my hot, hot take. <laughs> that's the, Jesus, I just forgot I was going Origin That's the one. biggest retraction of all time. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Well, you can debut in game three when we've won two points and he scores two tries and they still lose, but he was that good he gets man of the match. There's your spin yeah. zone. Right, the last team yep. before we touch on our team on Thursday is... It's the team we everyone forgets. But I love them. I love them so much. The Canberra Raiders. Yeah. I'm expecting big things out of the Raiders. I think they're fine. They're, like the last couple of seasons since going to the grand final in 2019, having a fantastic year last year, Ricky's got him humming down there. Like He's got a solid squad. I think he has the team he wants to te- uh, coach. I was about to say teach. They know how to play. I think the Raiders are going to be good to this year, man. I really do. Mm. But yeah. They've got the losses of Kotrick and John Bateman. Bateman went back to England because of family reason, which is totally understandable considering COVID. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, You've got Curtis Scott and Bailey Simonson coming back from major injuries, which is good. Uh, Hudson Young's back. Uh, they got major returns of Hodgson, Corey Horsbrough, Emre Gula. Ryan James comes into the fold down at Canberra, coming from the Titans, which is I think is a fantastic pickup. He will be playing round one, which is fantastic. He's been out of the game for two years with major ACL injuries, so that's that's great for him. Always love Ryan James. I do, I do like, I, I do I like thought, the Raiders though. Yeah, I I like the Raiders, even though I forgot about them when I was picking my um, t- ladder. So. Like, Curtis Scott's going to have a new hunger after, like, the hell of a year last year. Yeah. A personal – living through personal he took hell. A- where he said he fell out of love, love with the, the game. Um, you get back to probably now the world's number one hooker. In Hodgson. Since Cameron Smith is – yeah. Since Cameron Smith's walked away. Um, George Williams is – He's as good as advertised. Yeah, for no, me. He, he ticked all the boxes for me. He's the best, he's the best English halfback. I think we've seen out here for a well, while. Well, I don't know. Like, you, you think of English halfbacks like that have played in the Super League and for England. Like, I think of like Danny Burrow. Oh, not Danny Burrow. Rob Burrow, Danny, Danny Maguire, all those kind of guys. None of them came over. Like, he's come yeah. over. Like, he came over in his prime. Yeah. Like, wanting to prove I don't, himself. And he like. I don't know it. if he won a comp in the Super League before he came over here. Like, I just I. Did he play for I can't Helen? remember. I thought it was. I thought it was Wigan, oh, but anyway, I could be wrong. They like they got a de- they got death at um at Hooker too. After he went down, obviously they had Tom Starling last year, who was fantastic for them. The fact that there's teams out there like Manly and possibly the Bulldogs that are out without a hooker and Tom Starling is right there because I'm pretty sure he's either off contract or he signed a one year deal or something. Like I think it's it would be fantastic business for a team like that to actually get him in the fold. Obviously, it's good for Canberra to have him as the backup just in case. Like, this, the Raiders are stacked. Like, Dunhamus Louis, he's an origin player now. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. Like, no one... Didn't do... What are we doing here? Wasn't it wasn't a big fact? Wasn't a big factor in the origin, but still hey, an origin he had player. The, he had the Maroon jersey on like the rest of them when they were held yeah, up this year. Yeah, good point, good point. So, and then you had yeah. Sevilla Havili, who's still there, like... They've still got a and they've got a solid side like Corey Harawira Naira. Even if he's not drink driving or abusing people, I don't know what he did. I can't remember. He's a solid pickup. They've still got Josh Papali, who's our dad, oh. undoubtedly one of the best props in the league. <laughs> Jack White and Josh Hodson, like the, like 
England come England comes to Canberra because I feel like that is just the biggest yeah. appeal of them getting cold and playing football there. At least it's a little bit it's oh, a little yeah. bit nicer than a day in bloody Oldham or bloody Huddersfield. Yeah. I have Canberra I, they're just gonna finish in their perennial spot for me where they have for the last couple of years, fourth or fifth, and I've got them as fifth, even though I had the Knights where I'm gonna be moving the Knights to Eighth or ninth, depending on how I feel about the Broncos in the next twenty four hours. I, I definitely push. I pushed the Knights out. They were in tenth, I think. I pushed them to eleventh. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. I, um, um, I've got the Raiders coming third after the regular season finishes. I reckon they're going to be ooh. good. I, I. I do have. They just have my problem with the Raiders is they have that real bad slump at one point of the year. Every team, and that's the difference between no, but they have that. They have a shocking bad one. They lose games they shouldn't yeah, lose. Yeah. We should we shouldn't be losing games we shouldn't lose, but here we are, wooden spooners. Yeah. My hot take, I I think Josh Hodgson gets through a year without an injury. <laughs> like it would be not like you don't wish injury on a person, but the bloke has been broken every season I've watched him play, and pretty seriously too. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna have a cheeky one. Curtis Scott. Gets into the Origin squad. That, like, and he was up there when he was at Melbourne too. Like, he, he, like he yeah. was a young, he was a young kangaroo. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty yeah. sure he had an adult ad, ad, attitude problem also too. I think that's why Melbourne fucked him off and put him to Canberra. Yeah, but the skills there, and I think after what happened with the police last year, I think that really like he's really going to have a massive year. Lit the fire under his fuck. Lit the fire underneath him. So yeah, I'm. Pushing Curtis Scott will make the squad. Don't can't say will um, make the team, but possibly making the squad as an 18th, 19th man, which will be good for his yeah, confidence. Hundred percent. Well, mate, I think that okay, that's enough footy for now. So we've gone through fifteen teams. We've left the I want to say best to last, but that can't be correct because of what happened last year. So we're going to talk about our beloved Broncos on Thursday's episode. We're also going to talk prop bets we like, the grand final prediction, origin, maybe even set up a tipping competition. We'll see how much interest we get, hey? Yeah. yeah. We'll get... But, oh, sorry, guys. This is... I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's in, it's, we're all um, good. It's all good. Like I think we're going to wrap yeah. up. Like There wasn't too much major news in the NRL over the weekend. I think like just before we went on, like Cooper Cronk has come out and just burned Boz Rothfield for calling him a double agent for working for the Roosters in the, in the storm. Yeah. That's absolute horseshit. Like, That's just paper grabbing. Like, it is... It is mind baffling how this bloke has a job. Like as a, he calls himself, he calls himself an ad editor at large. Well, no, at large means you sort of have to be sort of mysterious in a way. Yeah, you sort of have to be away from it. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's absolute clickgate like tabloid. Just crawl in, crawl into your retirement home, Buzz. Fuck just- off. Yeah, Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something no, else, I- but yeah, we'll leave that. And like, oh, I think I. Like the NBA All Star Weekend was on this week. It didn't really get to the highlights as we talked probably two weeks ago. Well, a, we said it was. It's kind of a mute well. That was thing. the thing. It wasn't a weekend. It was a day due to COVID in America. They've just forced everything in, which I think there's a lot of praise for it because can you imagine having everything happening at the same time with a bunch of fans? Like I think like the atmosphere yeah. if that was the case would be pretty electric. But yeah, so that could look at that going forward in next year. Um, 
all the other big news out of the NBA, Blake Griffin, Griffin going to the Brooklyn Nets on a minimum wage, I'm <laughs> I They're going to win. Like, I, I've just... No, nah, I can't fit. There's too many no, egos. I'm, I'm still on the Nets bandwagon. I don't care. Like, uh, I'm, I'm New York Knicks and I can't let those... <laughs> There's too much bloody firepower on that team. And you say ego, but at the same time, they're working together. Like, they're going well. What? Sooner or later, Kyrie's going to No, snap. he's not. <laughs> Harden, Harden's going to go missing in the playoffs like he does he's every year. He's at the year. buffet. KD will, KD, KD will get on his burner account and start arguing with like a 16-year-old girl who's had a, had a heartbroken. And I think Blake, Blake Griffin probably will play pretty well because he's just a normal yeah, guy. Yeah, he really is. Hanging out with his best mate, DeAndre Andrew. Uh, DeAndre yeah. Jordan. Oh, that's right. They're back. I didn't. Even th- I did not yeah. think of that. The bromance. Oh. That's... That's probably the best thing out of I the whole thing. For, I completely forgot DeAndre back. Jordan was playing for the Nets. Shit. There you go. And the, I, yeah. I honestly still think they've got plenty of fight. Like, if, if Harden goes missing, you know we're going to find him. There's a strip club just outside of the fucking training facility at Brooklyn. He's going to be there at the think, He's going to be there at the fucking buffet. I think they're running the 2012 Olympics team. It'd be pretty close. Yeah, pretty it'd, be pretty, it'd be pretty it'd close, be, yeah. Well, they'd be missing, what, Le- LeBron, yeah. D-Wade, Kobe... But yeah, but yeah, it'd be the only one in doubt would be probably James Harden because he wasn't. Oh, but I think James. Was, nah, I, I don't think James Harden was at the Olympics in 2012. No, nah, nah. could be that or the 2016 team. It'd be close to, but yeah. yeah. Well, Steve Nash at the helm, mate. I got faith in the boys. I reckon they're going to go all the way. Uh, but back to the All Star yeah. game. It was just a points fest. It was 170 to 150. Sounds like it, it's a glorified. Yeah, it game. sounds like a dead set like regional AFL game. The score, uh, Giannis got All Star MVP, the Kobe Bryant MVP award. They renamed it after his passing. Uh, he scored thirty five, shooting sixteen of sixteen, which is fantastic and so, quite scary for a big man. Um, but like I mentioned, everything was pushed into one day. So they had the skills challenge, which was won by the Indiana Pacers, uh, D- Dominus Sabinus. Is that how you say it? Yeah, na- yeah, nailed it. He beat Julius Randle, Luka Doncic, and Nikola Vukovic. Steph Curry won the three-point, no surprise. And then uh, Anafi Simons did enough to win the slam dunk, apparently. It didn't even look like he... Uh, the, dunk, the dunk contest hasn't been good. When will the... Yeah, when the dunk contest has LeBron James in it, has your big, big stars, that's when it'll be good. It peaked at 2016, Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine. That's it. That was that. That was peak. Besides that, that was the last yeah. good one. And before that was obviously the Vince card of insanity Blake and Blake Griffin. Griffin yeah, or Blake Griffin jumping the yeah. car. Yeah, so yeah. they but, really need to think about ideas. And uh, LeBron's never going to do the dunk contest. There's just too much risk into no. it, and he's not. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, but talking about freaks, um, Bryson DeChambeau bombing that par five. As much as you hate the guy, you've got to put your hand up and say, "There's a set. That's a set of balls." Because if that goes horribly wrong for him, that's two. Stri- that's a strike. Well, that was penalty. like so. Rory did that. He hit into the water twice, but he wasn't going for quite the angle that Deschambeau was going. Like he hit two into the water. He still yeah. made double bogey, which is a fantastic save. But like yeah. Deschambeau, like I sort of don't hate him. I'm, I like. I don't know. It's. Just, I think there's a bit of jealousy now. Like I watched a video on him and. The way he talks about how he hits the ball, he pumps himself up by shortening his breath so the oxygen's flowing through his muscles. He's he's pumped. He's ready to go. Like he's 
figured out the science behind it and I think that's what's annoying well, everyone. He's changing the game into a game. Yeah, of well, science. that's that was his whole thing. He was called the mad scientist, and like he read the golfing machine, which I've got, like I've got on my chest of drawers here that I need to read. But it's like talking about how a guy he was able to improve his game by playing one game, like and hitting like over a hundred, going away for three months, like changing the lengths of his shafts, doing a bit of practice. He came back and shot like a seventy-five. Like there's science, there's science to the game of golf, and like. He's proven it. He's proven that, like, you yeah. can bulk up, like, by pure muscle and hit absolute monsters of drives to clear things such as huge par fives where you have to go around water. Mate, that's, that, and he, like, just the excitement he had on when he did that first oh, one. But, the, like, you... Because I think he was even doubting himself oh, at that he's point. Like, he's, like, you see where the ball was lined up and how he was looking at it. He was like, he's aiming close to the green or that direction. I think he could have hit the green if he could control how far uh, he hits it. I don't even know how long that part I think line. at that point, he's just trying to hit it as hard. He's hitting it as hard oh, as Oh, yeah. Can. Well, that's the thing. I think both shots ended up in rough. Like, not a, not a particularly hmm. good lie to have uh, off a tee shot. But if you clear... When you when you hit him with about 110 yards on a par five to put the the ball on the um, easy for an easy boat, um, birdie. Oh yeah, well that the people people were pissed though because they were like, oh, he hit that far and he got a birdie. Lee Westwood did the same thing. It's like, yeah, but Lee Westwood didn't hit it 370 yards off the tee. Like he hit th- he hit three hundred yeah. like that's nothing to sneeze at. But still, like you give yourself an extra 70 yards, you got a lot to work with. But yeah, he ended up won- he ended up winning the Arnold Palmer Invitational too. Lee Westwood ended up runner up. Mm. That's like his thousandth runner up in the PGA. It's ridiculous. It's him and Tony Fee now. They're the they're the goats of coming second to fifth. I think they've won the course. That they all joke about the Puerto Rico Open. They won that. And the- I know Tony Fee's yeah. won that, and they've never yeah. won again. Like I think that was, I think that was the chat with Max Homer too. Like he won um, uh, the Genesis. And they were saying, and people were just saying, "Don't, don't go to Puerto Rico. Go somewhere else." <laughs> so I think he ended up going at the Arnold Palmer. But yeah, Deschambeau with the Winley Westwood second. Jordan Spieth, he's back. I like Jordan Spieth. He's back. Yeah, he's constant. This is yeah. He's he's a good. He's he, he went off the rails a little bit, but he was obviously being talked up as the next big thing of golf. Oh yeah. Anyway. anyway, mate, I think we'll wrap it up right there for this evening's episode. We did it. Are we calling this episode uh, "Hello Darkness"? My yeah, old we can friend? if you want. Like, I'm, I'm still not 100 percent after my weekend of debauchery and fun. The, the, the booze demons came out. Yeah, I, we had a. This is here's a little story. We had a um, disabled shower in our room at the Sir sure. George, and I was so I was so hurting Sunday. I pulled the disabled chair down turned the shower on me and just sat under the on on the disabled chair for the morning shower then when i was going through my metaphors came back had another shower and just sat down again i think that's under like that's the most underrated thing you can have in your house is a handicapped shower there was a there was a there was a universe when i was at uni um yeah there was a apartment block that had like a handicap like access and yeah it was a friend that lived there and he just said I don't even have to pull a chair, and I just put the f- platform down, turn the <laughs> turn the shower on. I don't have to do anything. It's the best. Oh, jeez. Anyway, I think we'll wrap it up for that. We'll we're, we're back on Thursday. We'll drop Thursday morning. We'll talk about our beloved Broncos. We've got 
prop bets that I've got eyes on, grand final predictions, origin. We'll talk a little bit about our head-to-head tipping comp. Also, we're less than three days and footy's back. God, that's a nice feeling. Oh, I can't wait. I've got round one, tickets at Amy Park. Oh, I'm, I'm ready to go. Can't wait. I'm rolling solo, though. So. Oh, that's all right. I'm, I'm rolling in on Friday night. I'm ready to get hurt by the Kevolution. It's, it's going to be bad. But anyway, thanks again for listening, guys. We will be back Thursday. If you haven't subscribed as of yet, please do so. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. Did I say that already? Yeah, see, I've already lost the plot. If you haven't subscribed, go subscribe, download, give us a like, give us a review. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back Thursday. Say goodbye, Coomzy. Night, guys. And we'll talk to you on Thursday.